0: Like,
1: sir. Yeah. Yeah. In the
0: and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. Previewing the 2024 Waste Management Phoenix Open. I like to refer to it like as the granddaddy of them all type thing. This is when this is when golf gets popping. It is an amazing spectacle of fans enjoying golf and actually usually good golfers showing up. We got for the most part this year. A couple guys already backing out. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll recap Pebble, talk a little live, and much more. You can find me on Twitter at BDentric, the podcast at always pressed EFS. And my co-host, as always, on Twitter, at DFS DFSGolfCons. Jesse, how we doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. A little Monday. uh, With the line of work I'm in, I'll be kind of available at home for the next week or so, at least. So I'm I'm kind of limited on things these days. But uh, it's good. It's good. It was um, a fun weekend of golf, I guess, is the best way I can put it. So we'll start with Pebble. What were your thoughts on a uh, 54-hole Pebble event that, surprisingly, like I was telling you off air, the Weather was way better than anticipated because I'm like an hour south and it rained the entire time,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it just is what it is like they they know their choice, especially Sunday. There's you couldn't put yeah, people no, out there on Sunday, yeah. I mean, you know, people were talking about like it wasn't raining, but the wind was blowing so hard, you, you know, balls aren't going to stay in the greens, yeah. then and then the, it becomes dangerous to get under Your trees stuff and falling stuff. down and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just you can't do it, and then. I I don't guess it's much better today or at least no. like I told you it's been raining where I'm at until about a half hour ago. So. Yeah. And then, you know, you would have had to start them, you know, everybody, by I think by like 10 o'clock or something to you know even get it in today. So, I mean, it was the only option it sucks, but it is what it is. So, um, yeah, it would have been nice to watch golf on Sunday at Pebble beach, um, <laughs> just professional golfers and, you know, seeing how that was, but, um, uh, you know, we got kind of got robbed of that this year. So, uh, but Wyndham Clark shoots sixty. Did you watch much of that round on Saturday?
0: I surprisingly did. Um, even with the little one with me, I watched a lot of that round because uh, I got her to play with toys or something and let dad watch golf for a while. So it was pretty nice, and um, it
1: was quite the um, how many feet of putts can I make in one round? spectacle? Yeah, I mean, just insane. Um, especially on that up through about the, the front. Yeah, the front was insane, but even, you know, he made a hell of an up and down on 12. Oh, he uh, we went lefty? Got yeah, bogey? yes. yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy text me and goes, hey, the dude's hitting balls like you are right now. He's about to get a double. And then I looked back like a like 10 minutes later, so I got a bogey, and I'm like, he's a pro. <laughs> yeah, he
1: hits it in that right bunker, and it plugs, terrible eye, terrible angle. Hits it out. Uh, it's, it hangs up above the bunker. The next bunker has to go lefty, just barely you know, gets it off the green on the right side. And it's like, well, good double. Um, And then makes that, which doesn't even count as a putt, by the way. But, you know, he putted it and it went in the hole. And then just, I mean, just, I I don't even know what it would feel like to just everything you step over on the golf course, you're just, you have that kind of confidence where you just roll it in. You know, I've had a few glimpses of that, um, mostly swinging the club, not really putting it, but, um, you know, they're few and far between for me. So, I mean. You know, i've never reached anywhere close to 60 on the golf course no real no, for, golf course anyway so
0: in my in my early days i was close to 60 on the front nine at times but <laughs> no, i don't, not on a full 18 i'll tell you that much right, uh, yeah. yeah the closest i've ever come is my my flat sticks actually the best part of my game so there's certain rounds where i'm just like it, it's weird like i'm not hitting those lengths of putts but i'm I'm making a lot of things where i'm like well, wow, this is cool and then you come out the next round and can't even hit the broad side of a barn but um that's why we're not professionals it right. was it was cool seeing Wyndham do that. It was just fun watching these guys cuz even when it wasn't raining like it was supposed to, it was still pretty windy and the course was so wet cuz they even like overnight every night it rained a lot. Like Scotty talked about it uh, after his round on Friday like how wet it was. He didn't think it was going to be that wet from the rain and these guys were just hitting shots and zero movement. Like it would just stick where it hit. And right. um it, so it leads me to my thing is people were saying well, can you really count a a low round if it's look clean and play? And I'm like, I would because they would have got about 20 more yards of roll on probably every shot they hit. So, I think I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. That's just my two cents. Could be totally speaking out of place here, but I thought that was a funny conversation to me on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh it, you know, it would have been fun to watch cuz there was a, this leaderboard could have been really good. Oh, yeah. uh, Wyndham, tiny. obviously, you got a uh, bear up there. Oh, by the um, way, they, they said on his walk through now,
0: and 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 they tweeted out that it's even getting annoying that it's changed every time. He told them you can just say Oberg. No, Oberg. Okay. Yeah, it's changed every time. There was a tweet about like all the different
1: enunciations we've been told. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah, JT Scheffler, Burns, Rose, uh, Keegan, Cantley. I mean, like these guys were in the hunt. Murkawa. Um, you know, maybe not necessarily to win, but could have been you know made a charge on Sunday. So yeah, we got. Got robbed of, I think, a good Sunday there at Pebble, which would have been fun to watch. But, like I said, it is what it is. There's not much you can do about it once uh, Mother Nature takes over. So, instead, we got to watch Live.
0: live. You got to watch live, and um, that was really fun. That's all I'm going to say is it was fun golf. You got to see – like, I joked about it when Rahm and Hatton went with you. I'm like, I'm just got to find the CW because these are guys who like to watch it. We got the hot mic special for three days. We got a lot of F-bombs thrown out by those boys. Clear as day, unedited, just rolling on those ones, just yeah. kind of like we predicted. That happened, but um, what was kind of fun, just tuning in on Sunday, I would, went uh, kind of from the beginning, took a little break in the middle of the day, came back and watched the end. And it's golf shots, man. It's golf shots. And one thing I liked is a lot of caddy golfer interactions on on the mics. Like, it was definitely, if you like to watch golf, this was the viewing spectacle for you, it felt like.
1: Yeah, it is uh, a better um, production for the fan, that's for sure. And, I, you know, I think in order for them to be successful, that's what they have to do is really focus on, like, people who are going to watch it, obviously. That's not been a lot, but this worked out perfectly for them. Um, and the fact that you know Pebble was canceled, uh, m- m- most of the time they're going against the PGA Tour final round, and they're on the CW. PGA Tours on NBC or CBS, so who's getting most of the the eyes? It's going to be the PGA Tour, because like you, I mean, you do. If you, I guess you figured out what CW channel is for you
0: yeah i figured out somehow i think my my youtube tv knows what i like to watch because it was one one of the top options i'll just click that button (laughs) that's one of the
1: best things about youtube tv is like it predicts what you want to what you what you're going to watch like every saturday when i when i at at afternoon when i go to watch tv it's going to have college basketball games for me to watch like that's what it's going to do so yeah it it was an option for me too uh on youtube because i've watched golf on on tv obviously um but yeah, I mean, you know, Legion Thirteen just looked really tough, and um, it took home the the team championship, which I thought was huge. It was
0: tremendous. Um, yeah, the the team title was great. I'm uh, not sure how that all planned out, but it, it worked in their favor, obviously. Um, Surratt, the 19-year-old, yeah. five yeah, under in the final round. Straight
1: out the dorm into being a millionaire.
0: Yep. Tough life that guy's living. So that's, I mean, that's like the argument some people are saying, like, look at this. Like, why wouldn't she do it? But then I guess the fun part was is we got to see Rom just implode the last two holes. Um, so, like, when you mentioned the perfect storm, no pebble, plus it was Rom's first time, Hatton's yes. first time. Like, you, this yep. whole new field, you get all these... Like, oh, let's see what Rom's up to. And Rom's competing. Like, he's contending. He blows up at the end. You get Sergio and uh Neiman four playoff holes in the dark. Like, literally, you guys want to go one more? It felt like that uh MJ Larry Bird commercial. Like, you wanna go again? <laughs> yeah, let's go. And like when and see, this is one thing that like PGA's done like late night playoffs, and they don't really show you like lives like let's check this out for you guys they turn like the filters off like hey we're, they're literally putting thanks to the jumbotron that's what they're right. playing that right. was so cool that was like yeah. this is what we've done with buddies in the past so, like just to kind of get the round in right so it was fun like is it great professional golf i don't know but it was fun i'll say that much
1: i agree i mean um it, it, it I, I think it you know i, I th- they had the like i said they had the perfect storm pebble was canceled so people were looking to watch golf that's an option um, and then it was a close tournament uh you know i don't think it would have you know if had it not had it been a a neiman runaway runaway after he shoots i think he shot 59 59 59, second second
0: sub 60 round on live golf history
1: yeah and so (laughs) (laughs) you know rom bitches about pitching putts and that's all they play over there but and that's fine whatever um but Either way, you know, it was, uh, it set up nicely because it could have been, you know, obviously a runaway for Neiman and, uh, and, and just no chance of, of anybody catching him. But, uh, I was rooting for Neiman. I had a buddy who's a complete degenerate and bet Neiman to win pre tournament. So yeah, that's good. Just rooting for my buddy to win there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the whole team aspect and shit like that, like, I don't know. I, I think it kind of could be cool, but I don't know if I will let it, because I just, I mean, it's just hard for me to care if it, Legion 13 beats the Crushers well, it's, and they it's, win an extra $3 million. That that part's ridiculous. They win an extra $3 million. But the, uh, it's hard to
0: care about a team event and a single event at the same time. Like, right. it needs to either be, like, I know I haven't watched any, obviously, we talked about it. And I'm not going, like, a full-on live thumper here. But I'm saying, hey, it's golf. It's fun. Let's, like, appreciate it because it ain't going away anytime soon. So let's try right. to, like, find the bright side of this. and. um I think like when they do that final team event in Miami, I've like watched clips of that and that seems kind of fun because that's like team focused. Like, okay, here we go. It's not Ryder Cup esque, but it's team. Where this one, it's like you got these guys going here, and then you're trying to figure out why this guy gets points over here. It's kind of all over the place. (laughs) Maybe if we watched it more, we'd understand. I don't know, but
1: you know, one thing that they could potentially do is do a Ryder Cup style like team finale where it's like match play and like kind of a bracket and you know what i'm saying like after the the years up then you know first team legion 13 saying that they're the best team or whatever throughout the whole year they get a buy into the second round you know i mean that would be something that would be more that would that would get me into more team base but like i'm never buying a legion 13 hat
0: Oh, dude! Some you of know, that, some of that gear out there, man, it was pretty slick. Are You tell? <laughs> I, th-
1: I think all their shit looks awful myself. It, I'll
0: say personally. as much. It looked better this year because they had some new blends in the original stuff. But they like their shirts are so like oh, yeah. European-esque. Like 100%. not wearing that shit. Yeah, they don't. Know? Well, for a big guy, they definitely don't work on me. European, <laughs> very tight and slendery deals. So that's just, that's tricky for me.
1: It's 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 kind of bizarre to me that just yeah. the how they they that they, they're all like. It's all like very European, and I'm I, that's just not the style of clothes that I wear. But
0: and it either was, way, they it won fun. the day. They won the day. It was fun to also to hear Flaherty back on the mic. I love Flaherty.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. I I, I feel like they do have some 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 good announcers, and they like do. they don't try to talk constantly. Did you hear uh, Neiman after the round?
0: Uh, yeah, about not being in majors.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, well, you, you know, you played last year. You played in all four of them last year. You made two right. cuts out of four events, so I don't know what to tell you, you know.
0: Yeah, well, and, uh, I guess that the sob story people are trying to say is like, that's thing is, dude, you signed up for this. You know what you're getting. Okay. I, agree. And, I agree with and that. And anyway. he just
1: won $4 million. That I mean, too.
0: You picked like, money over, like, well, you know, um, uh, Wyndham had his speeches. I picked legacy over live type thing. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. So be it. I guarantee you if they came back with a hundred million offer, you'd probably change your mind, but um, that's just uh, the brass tacks of it. But um, sure. like Neiman's group, cause Neiman was like that second wave of like younger golfers mm-hmm. that went through on year two. And the rumor has it. And again, rumor, I'll never know the answer is that Norman said that they were going to start getting OWGR points. And that's why they were cool with it. I would be, if you tell me I can still qualify for majors and make millions, I'm probably Correct. signing up too. Oh, like, 100%. Like, cool. like why would you not? Yeah. And so know? I think that's where his comments came, uh, Demon's comments came from. He's like, hey, I was basically told I could qualify for this stuff. Like Gooch and those guys. Now they're all like, what the hell? Why am I not in these events?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it it wasn't guaranteed. So, you know, I, oh, no, they took a risk and they're losing a risk. I, right. That's what I'm, uh, you know, I mean, I yeah. think we're in agreement on like, yeah. Boo fucking who, man? I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Yeah, and personally, like
0: I'm a big fan of you know legacies and things, but hey, you throw me three figures out there. And oh yeah, like it, it's hard 100%. to say. Like, I'm not judging these dudes on this one, but just don't cry wolf either. Right, like HV3 right. I mean, the whole time, flat out. I came for the money. Okay, cool, go get it, yeah. buddy. Like DJ2, DJ, too. DJ, yeah. DJ, like I, oh, I just oh, yeah. wanted to
1: make some money. And-
0: oh, and you can tell he's kind of just letting himself go a little bit. He's just out I'm there collecting paychecks.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I also just, to to kind of, I think cap on this is, uh, or to, to put a cap on that they made a hell of a choice to go to Las Vegas this week.
0: Yes, that is going to be the interesting one. I, I get the idea because they're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they're going there Super Bowl weekend. If they're smart, they can use media row and all the different deals to, yep. to, to grow the game. Um, they're going to get all kinds of spectators and parties. Like the concept is a good idea. But, A, you're still competing with the Super Bowl in the same town. That's going to be an interesting deal. Basically, you're going to be giving away a bunch of sweets is what it sounds like Liv will probably end up doing. Yeah. And, second, going up against the biggest tournament of the year outside of a major, in my opinion, in the Waste Management Open. So
1: that That, that is – that's a good point. Um, but from, a I guess, a, a PR perspective in Las Vegas, I think they'll get more people.
0: Oh, they'll have a full course there. Yeah, it'll be like anybody that's been in Vegas, and you walk around the strip, and there's a guy with the cards that they keep slapping to get right. you to go on the limos.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be free. It's gonna be free live tickets. 100, yeah,
0: like there ain't gonna be a lot of paid patrons there, but it's gonna be <laughs> packed. Right. That's gonna
1: be what's gonna be one of those deals. Like you would think, you, like, hypothetically, you would think if be,
0: be if they're smart at all, it's what they do. They pack that baby, especially after this weekend they just have. You get that CW rolling. You show a packed house, and you get you really try to pump the free thing. drinks.
1: Yeah. Oh, free food, party
0: like, suites and stuff like yeah. yeah. Because they showed the party hole, the part three yeah. hole they're going to have. Uh, yeah. If they're smart, they grow this thing. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. We'll talk more, live probably next week because I am curious. I am really curious how, how the Vegas thing goes this weekend. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But I did mention we have the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Just I love this tournament in so many ways. And we've got tons of course history, Jesse, So
1: our event history. Let us have it. So uh last year Scotty, Scotty Scheffler was the champion 1902 shots over Nick Taylor. 2022 Scotty Scheffler was the champion 1600 in a playoff over Cantlay. Um 2021 was Brooks Kepka and for the second time. Uh one shot over uh Lee and Xander Webb Simpson was the 2020 champion 1700 in a playoff over Tony Finau. Ricky Fowler was the uh 2019 champion, 1,700, two shots over Brandon Grace. Gary Woodland was the 2018 champion, 1,800 in a playoff over Chez. Uh, Hideki won this place back-to-back, uh, 2017, 2016, both in playoffs. I mean, there's been one, two, three, four, five playoffs in the last eight years, which it's pretty cool.
0: It's a pretty fun one because this tournament usually ends like an hour before kickoff and then the playoff kicks yeah. in. I'll never forget it was the year, is it 2019 when the – Falcons blew it versus the Patriots. That was one of the 2017 is when they did that. But Okay. So that was one of the Matsuyama wins. I can tell right yep. now because yep. I remember that thing went a few holes and it, all, it basically finished right at like the national anthem. It was like boom, boom. <laughs> it was the best. That's all I know. That's like the perfect storm for us degenerates out there that like both sports. So what's this golf you know? course
1: sets up well for finishing holes too when you got 16, 17, yep. and 18.
0: Yep. Party uh, hole, so. drivable par four with water. And then the. Yeah waters in the church pews on 18 it's yep. a lot of risk rewards out there on, on these holes so right should be a doozy uh when you're looking at this golf course obviously we know a lot about it uh, reading up on it it's got the third best course history uh, just after the masters and uh wildlife this uh, the century when people talk about course history and uh, stickability to that it is tpc scottsdale as most know. It is a par 71, 7,260 yards, which is uh, not too big, all things considered, but um, it is only 71 so 72, unlike last week. Uh, there's holes with uh, six holes with water in play, and outside of 17, which you just mentioned, most of the water you can kind of avoid, except 15 is a nice par 5, where it's the risk-reward you go for it or you find the water. That's a, that's a fun one. There are a few other ones as well that bring water into play, a lot of bunkers. Talked about the church P bunkers on eighteen. There's 67 bunkers out there. Uh, fairways are Bermuda, greens are Bermuda, for the most part. Um, you get it's it's a desert linksy style course. Weather should be great. Uh, if you get in the shit, you'll be in the cactus and all that fun stuff. You can usually punch out of it though, so don't think it's the end of the world. But you want to be in the fairways. It's it could turn into a birdie fest. Approach game is tremendously important. Par five scoring is huge. You got to take advantage of these. Like I mentioned, the the fifteen, a lot of people can get there in two. You can get to two in pretty much all the par fives on this course if you're coming out of the fairway. So uh, approach game's key. A lot of par fours, four to four fifty. Uh, it's it's a big bucket for that. And all the par fives are um, where did I put my notes? Here? About five fifty ish to six hundred. So um, yeah, approach game, crush your par fives, stay out of the shit, and uh, should be a fun one. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. He, I also wait a lot of course history. You yeah, it's huge. Sure. Like you mentioned it was it is huge. So otherwise, I think you. I don't really have anything else to add there. I think you did a great job.
0: Oh wow, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> let's go to the DK picks and um, Xander is still on the DK for now. He withdrew this afternoon on Monday. Vic Hoven withdrew Monday morning. Both sides they you know, need to practice more before the Genesis because they don't like they're playing which that's a valid reason for one but also last week was a um whatever the hell they call elevated event next week elevated event um waste management has its own lure so it's going to keep a lot of people here but you might see this more often of some of these big guys saying i gotta go i'm not playing good golf right now
1: until they make this another elevated event whatever whenever that
0: rotation comes back true very true that was fun last year Yes. Um, so we got two people in the 10k range. Technically, we actually have one in the 10k and one in the 11k range. Let's put it <laughs> that way. Uh, Scotty Scheffler back to back, and he learned how to putt this past weekend, folks. Given it was on POA, we'll see. But Scotty's 11-6, JT 10,000. JT had was bogey free in two out of three rounds last week, too. He's playing big boy golf. So, who do you
1: like here? Yeah, both. I mean, obviously, the back to back defending champion, Scotty Scheffler, best player in the world uh at the moment um and then justin thomas man i mean just kind of quietly going along but has um placed inside the top 10 every single start this year so three starts if you go back to the Fortnite, finish fifth windham uh back in august finished 12th so it just kind of quiet i don't i don't think it's going to be like you're going to be able to get justin thomas at very low ownership this week that's not what i'm saying but he's just kind of quietly going along and it looks to be like returning to form. And he's got good course history too here. Fourth, eighth, 13th, third, third, 17th, going back to 2018. So be hard to pass up on playing JT this week, man.
0: Yeah, I'm team JT. It brought me back to when we were doing those underdog shows. We were taking the JT value. um, And then I tweeted it out yesterday. I've been doing a ton of, just for fun, like the $3 underdogs. They came out with another one. You can do 50 max instead of 20 max. I've just been kind of plugging along because they go very quick. And uh, JT's now in the first round. Yeah. in those drafts and rightfully so so it's it's one of those i get really bummed if i can't sneak a second round jt anymore <laughs> so um we got playing, spoiled at the beginning 100 percent. we got very very spoiled so yeah he's a he's, he's a great great uh, option indeed so yeah going back to the jt well scotty's the dude i just never pay 11k for a guy because he has to win which he's done two years in a row and he finished well like i said but I, I just I can't do it, so I'll miss the boat if he gets there. A ten thousand dollar JT, uh, albeit should be kind of popular, as you mentioned. I think it's a great, great pick, obviously. Uh Homa's at ninety-eight, Burns ninety-six, speeth ninety-five, Fitz ninety-four, Sung 93 Cam Young ninety two, Sahith ninety one, Wyndham Clark nine thousand. This is an interesting range. Uh what do you like here?
1: Yeah, this is uh this is a pretty good range. This is kind of a major esque type of range here. Um Especially with only two guys above ten k, I feel like we could have maybe fixed. Well, that originally VK. it
0: was probably Vic and Xander. Now Xander was over. in
1: there, but I, I can't remember what. I think he was. I think he was above ten k too. I would imagine Vic's above ten k. Um, Homa at ninety eight is is definitely playable. Uh, four out of four made cuts at this event. Um, coming off a you know sixty six place finish last week, not great, but before that, had uh, finished inside the top fifteen a bunch of straight times. I can't even, I'm not even going to count all those. Um, Sam Burns, man. Uh, so yeah. sixth here last year, um, which makes the second cut out of the, out of five attempts at this course, uh, take that for what it's worth. Six last year though. And 10th and last week, um, six, the week before that he's trending in the right direction as well. Sungjae J at 93, four out of four made cuts here. He's finished inside the top 10 twice, inside the top 23 times. Um, you know, not a good showing, again, for Sung last week. I, that's a, that's straight course history, kind of mm-hmm. like cash play, more than I don't know where his game's at currently. Tigala, um is most definitely playable. Two out of two made cuts here. Third back in 2022. Almost won it, like, in one of his first pro events. Uh, and 20th last week at, at AT&T uh, at Pebble. And then Wyndham Clark, 9,000. Um, know, obviously, winner last week. Uh, at seventy four hundred dollars, did we talk about him at all last week? I don't know. Like, um, like, if we did, it was very briefly.
0: And depending on what sports books you had, he was another triple digit. One. I know, hundred to one,
1: like on a yeah. lot of sports books, it's just it yeah, utterly insane to me. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, his course history is okay. Tenth missed cut, thirty sixth, thirty fourth missed cut. Coming off the win, hasn't missed a cut himself since the PJ Championship in May. So. You know, he's been playing solid golf and then just obviously pops. I you know, I don't know if he wins. It's hard to back up that sixty last wow. on Saturday, on Sunday, you know, if, if if they have to play again. But he gets the dub. So obviously, um rolling the rock really well, which is key in this type of event where there you need to make a lot of birdies.
0: Yep. Don't hate it at all. For me in this range, Sam Burns at ninety six. You hit on him. I've always kind of been wavy wavery on Sam Burns, but a couple things you mentioned course history. Six miscut 22nd. I right, think that's, that's nice coming in. And then we just saw really good golf 10th last week, six at the Amex, like you mentioned, also. Um, I, I like seeing that from Sam Burns. Once a guy we thought was going to be this big time, you know, contender on tour, kind of took a couple steps back. Looks like he might be finding form again. So it could be a fun time to hopefully get some lower ownership in this range spieth got the course history, but he played horrible last week. Like, a report came out after round one that, oh, yeah, he's trying to get back into form because when he went back to Texas, all it did was snow. He couldn't practice, so he's getting loose again. Like, that's pretty awesome. I had millions of dollars. I probably wouldn't be staying in Texas if it was snowing <laughs> to get ready to go play an elevated event. That's well, just crazy. The other thing is you can
1: just go to like an indoor practice facility. Are you I, telling
0: me he doesn't have access to like some pretty cool stuff?
1: Yeah. There's, there's one in particular in the Fort worth area, which, uh, is oh, called you, proven golf.
0: So, yeah. You, yeah. You've told me about that. Sounds like a pretty cool place. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. When I heard that thing, I'm like, yeah, no, it's just called He's either being lazy or he's just playing bad golf. Like you, yeah. you pick, yeah. um, songs at 93. I'll get back in on just cause it's a more of a birdie track. Um, T-6 here last year at 17, 34, 7th course history. We talked about like his course history at the century. That worked out really well with Sungjae, where he finished 5th in that field. Uh, so I'll take my chances jumping back on him, hopefully low ownership, because I saw a miscut 66th. That'd be nice. So I'll go there. 100% back in on Sahith, 9100 bucks. A couple of years ago, like you mentioned, he almost won this darn thing, kind of made his big coming-out party. He's played well so far, 20th. He uh, yeah, had the second of the century, miscut at the Sony. So uh, I think Sahith's fine. If you want to go Windham, you can. I'm not going to say no to that. Playing good golf, decent form here. Uh, Tenth here last, like you mentioned, uh, it's tough to back up. Also, but uh, I'm 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 okay with it if you want. I prefer more the Sahith, uh, uh Bernsey area in here. But fun range, fun range indeed. Eight thousand dollar range here. We got Poston 89, Minion 88, Min Wu Lee 87. Tom Kim, 86. Pam, remember when he used to be like always 10K for a run there? Eric Cole, 85. Hideki, 84. Scott, 83. Ricky, 82. Connors, 81. Hadwin and Bo Hostler at 8,000. This is a good range, but a rocky range, it feels like.
1: Yeah. Uh, start with Ben. Ben on up top there. Uh, has never missed a cut here. He hasn't played here since 2021, but uh, you know finished ninth in 2020. Um, sixth in 2017, so has had some success around this uh, golf course, uh, and obviously was close at the Sony Open, uh, back in mid January, uh, and in fourth at the Century Tournament Champions. He did play last week and finished 31st. Uh, so I think he's fine. Minwoo Lee, I think, is, is playable. He's never played here, um, but obviously getting a lot of starts on the PGA Tour this year with his membership. So, I think he's fine. Hideki uh, has the course history where he's won this place twice, back-to-back, never missed a cut. He did WD in 2018, but other than that, um, has made every cut since he won back-to-back in 2016, 2017. Uh, Last week, not a great showing. Started 75, 71 on Friday, 70 on Saturday. So ended up finishing 71st, um, but did finish 13th at the the Farmers the week before that. Uh, Corey Connors at 8,100. Four out of four made cuts here, um, and hasn't missed a cut on tour since the U.S. Open back in June. Uh, not great finishes, but you know I think he's he could be a a cash style play for people if they want to play him uh, for playing cash this week. And, and Ricky could be playable. Obviously, past champion flashed a little bit of form last week. Started sixty seven um, on at at the ATT T Pebble Beach. I don't know which course that was on, but they were playing about equal. It wasn't. Um, that's yeah, pretty close. Drastic overall. difference between the two golf well,
0: courses. as much, I think it might be the players that played, but they showed if you went spyglass pebble, you're like it was like minus 60 something, where pebble spyglass was like 32 something, minus 32. Mm. Really but I think it might have been the talent pool was the difference. Yeah, very well could have been.
1: Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's all I'm looking at here in the 8K range. Adam Hadwin would be another guy potentially from a course his history perspective. He's never missed a cut here since 2017, finished 10th last year. All righty. For me in
0: this range, JT Poston, going right back to him at 8900 bucks. He's first in DK scoring over the last 24 rounds in this event. At least it should be, yeah. or Yeah, he's uh, and he's 17th in my mall. I got used to this new layout for Fantasy National. It's got good stuff, but it's taken me a second to get used to on here. Um posting missed cut last year, but overall pretty good history for straight made cuts prior to that and playing really good golf, 20th, 11th, 6th, 5th so far on this season. So I'm on the JT posting wagon. Uh Benny on I'm with you on that one at 88. I'll just go right back to him. He's playing just really good golf, 19th in my Molly, sixth in approach, uh, third in DK scoring, first in par fours, four to four fifty, you know, sixteenth in par fours, four fifty to five hundred, if you want. He kind of struggles on the long part fives, which is kind of surprising, but overall could fit this course really well. Let's go back to Eric Cole. He's going to keep doing it. Third in my model. He's fifth in approach. First in birdie or better. Second in DK scoring. Second in par fours, 450 to 500. Eighth in good drives. So he's going to stay out of the shit, hopefully, which is great. Uh, and when you look at Cole, uh, obviously he's never played here. But the recent form got back on track with a 14th last week. Miscut the farmers within 21st, 13th, 14th. We know the drill. What a lot of those courses have in common, for the most part, shorter courses that don't have a lot of trouble with them that's where eric cole can just go bonkers and that's where i like him on an event like this to get right back on track um a couple other guys here like we talked course history i'm i think hideki's close it feels like he's close to getting back 8,400 bucks i'll bite the bullet in a league or two on this one um you know 29th 8th 42nd 16th 15th the last five years here two-time champion as well as we mentioned so I, I could see going back to Hideki last week. He struggled tremendously, but 13th, of the farmers was great to see 30th of the Sony. Maybe we're seeing some good golf potentially from Hideki. So you can get, get ahead of it at a low ownership to Hideki, uh, Adam Scott at 83. He'll be low owned and a decent course history. And you mentioned had one and then I'll keep playing some Bo Hostler. If it's going to be a quote unquote, close to a birdie fest of some sort, that's where Bo seems to uh, really get it going. He's only $8,000, should get overlooked in this range, 14th here last year after two missed cuts at this event, and he's been a much better golfer, even like we, we all said it last year, he's coming in in great form, 14th at Pebble, 6th at Farmer, 47th at Amex, um, had a really good fall swing, so I think Bo Hosser at 8,000 is a dude I could see myself uh, gravitating towards. Seventy-five to seventy-nine. You got Siwoo, Harmon, Batia, Burgers back, baby. Mm. Uh, Lowry, McCarthy, Dietrich playing some good golf. Putnam, Mitchell, Griot, Harris, English. Who do you like here?
1: Uh, Norin, seventy-nine hundred bucks. Uh, missed the cut here last year, but six forty-third, twenty-first, and three starts previous to that, and uh, two straight, basically top twenty-five. Finished twenty-six last week um, for him on tour, so. Not bad for his prize. Siwoo, uh three straight made cuts at this event, back-to-back top 26s, um, and then coming off a 14th-place finish last week. Akshay at 7,800. has never played here, uh, but he's been playing some really solid golf. He did miss the cut at the American Express where the cut was like 7,500. Uh, but otherwise, if you don't count that, he's got three straight top 15s um, on the season, which is – Pretty solid burger, probably playable. Um, you know, his, his course history is not great, but when he has made the cut here, you know, he's been inside the top basically 10. Uh, so, you know, take that for what it's worth. And then Tomas Dietry, Um, I, I think, I can't remember why I didn't actually put him on my DraftKings team, but I, I bet him top 20 last week. I think we were talking about it.
0: That worked out well for you.
1: And, uh, yeah, yeah, I got paid on that, which is nice. Finished fourth last week. 20th of the farmers um so 63 to open up on 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 sunday or thursday for for thomas there tomas mr Dietrich whatever you want to call him 7600 bucks plug them in and i'll just say this much i'm not going to try to
0: say underdog all day but this is a fun region for underdog because these guys are going to play a lot and i just want to remind everybody underdog season long closes this thursday for this event and so one kind of it's not a cheat code but a smart thing to do make sure you got at least six guys if not your whole team from this event so you at least you get a head start on things you all need guys to be able to play the masters and whatnot but just for this first round if you're starting if you're drawing dead just this week alone probably doesn't bode well for you maybe i'm wrong just two cents and um, these are some guys that a lot of guys we just mentioned i just bring it up because like bought Berger, burger uh, mccarthy Dietrich, putnam mitchell like a lot of this range they're like the last round or two picks, or they don't even get drafted. So these are guys to think about. If you want to throw a dart with one of your last picks, these are some dudes to look at. All right. Uh, for me, though, I like Norrin. One thing I'll say about Norrin if you play first-round leader bets, just bet him. He seems like when he goes lowest, it's in that first round, and he makes you think you're going to run the world, and then he kind of <laughs> floats around and gets a T25, like you mentioned. does have the good course history here, like you said, sixth in uh, 2022. So I don't mind Norton if you want, but he loves to go low early, it feels like. Or play him in um, in showdown. So at least one round, he feels like he has runs so pure. Uh, Seaboo Kim, 79, with you there. Bhatia at 78. He's a guy that uh, he can be a birdie. He's eighth in my model, which is which is great to see. A second from 150 to 175 in the field. So definitely a guy that can potentially go low. I like Denny McCarthy at 76 uh the game's been kind of up and down for denny but if it turns into a birdie fest slash putting contest that could be good one caveat if we're talking course history he's missed three straight cuts here so take that with your grain of salt but he's coming in with a 26 last week 24th of the sony 43rd century all the way back to a fifth at the rsm if you want to go that far back so he could be a guy that kind of goes low owned here and then i like dietrich a ton He's a guy I've been focusing on in a lot of my preseason drafting, like him. Uh, Grio at 75 is another guy I'll mention here. Played really well last week, 14th at Pebble, 20th at Farmers, 7th at Century. Uh, he's coming out firing on all cylinders in this 2024 season. Missed two straight cuts here, missed three out of the last four, but it's 22nd at 33rd mixed in there. So maybe we're getting a good Grio this year, someone to think about. And that is it for me in this range. 74 to 7,000, who do you like here?
1: Hubbard, 7,400. Um, did miss the cut here last year, but before that in 2021, he was 30th, 9th, 42nd, uh, 60th. So had made a bunch of cuts in a row, missed the cut last year, and then coming off a fourth-place finish last week, 20th at the Farmers the week before that. Seabed's at 7,400. He missed the cut here last year, but I would say he's coming in much better form this year. I already bet him to in the top 20 uh, market there. So I I like that uh, play and then also him on DraftKings as well. Taylor Moore at 7,300 finished 14th here last year. Um, You know, 47th last week, 70th made cut basically at the Farmers. uh, Played the century, finished 25th. So he's had an all right start to the season. Kurt Kitiyama, 23rd here last year. Um, and has not missed a cut on tour since uh, late June, Uh, just kind of turning out a bunch of top 40s, basically. Uh, So Kitiyama at 7,200 is not a bad play. Aaron Rye, another guy who I've already bet, top 20, 42nd here last year, 33rd at the uh, Farmers, his last time out. EVR, um, 50th here last year, missed a cut in 2021. But he's just kind of been going right along, too, and just – you know, obviously had the win back in the fall, but 20th, 25th in his last two starts, another guy already bet in the top 20 market. Luke List, another guy already bet in the top 20 market just because of the odds. Um So,
0: yep. I like the I like top 20 bets. EVR did come through. I was curious to see how you do in the wind on Sunday, but didn't have to worry about it.
1: Nope. Uh sir.
0: Yep. Seabez at 74. I'm on board with you there. I, we were all over Seabez a lot last year. Then they kind of struggled, went to Europe for a bit. Come back, uh, guns blazing so far this year, so I'll be back on that train. Hubbard as well with you, good course history. Had a good week last week at Pebble, and those are the kind of guys that really flourish from those elevated events that just sneak in, and then they have that big week, big paycheck, big points. Uh, that's a big thing because you remember Hubbard's brother, who's a good Twitter follow, was tweeting out when this elevated schedule got last year and started talking about it, and he was kind of preaching for these guys like his brother and others that are going to get kind of screwed over on this one. Well, Mark snuck in there and, uh, took advantage of that. So that was good to see Uh hoagie at 73 is someone that I'm not all in on, but someone I'm curious about to watch ownership for a couple of reasons. He, he can get hot at times and his course history. It's miscut 14th, miscut 25th, 44th. So, you know, two out of four years, 25, 25th or better at 73. You can work with that. Um, you look at the sixth last week at pebble 56 at Farmers, 17th at the American express. So he's playing decent golf. I think Hoagie's a guy uh, that can be fun. Kevin Yu, uh, he, he's good as well. You liked him a lot last week. I think, if I remember correctly, it was super cheap last week. He was. Um, had a rough week at Pebble, but coming in good form prior to that. Taylor Moore, as well as a guy that, um, if you look at uh, past history, finished 14th here last year, but uh, in current form, 47th, 70th, 25th. So not elite, but he's you know, cashed all three trips this year. And other than that, like, I love EVR. Obviously, he's sixth to my model. Um, he's just rates out beautifully. Second in ball striking. Um, eighth in birdie or better. Twelfth in DK. Nineteenth in the par five. Seventeenth in the par fours. Rates out great. Only other guy I'll mention is Billy Ho. That's $7,100. Like, we talked about a guy hitting the struggle bus last year. He found it tremendously, but... Couple of things he's made at least five straight cuts here 32nd, 6th, yeah. 3rd, 9th, all the way 39th. back to 20,
1: all back to 2017. He's not missed
0: a cut uh, he said that that's primo. For, if we are doing the course history, uh, miscut at farmers, miscut at amex, 18th at the Sony, which is good. So you can tell he's still tinkering with things, it's not all there for Billy Ho yet. But if you want to take tournament history in a consideration here, and a guy that at one point was an elite player in the game, elite ball striker. If he can maybe start to figure things out, this could be a course that could maybe unlock it for him. A 7,100 bucks could be a nice little uh, play on this one. 6K range,
1: who you like him? Yeah, Jake Knapp, 6,900. Um, finished third, his last start at the Farmers. Uh, didn't play last week at the Pebble. Not, doesn't have that kind of elevated status, but uh, third place finish there. If you look at his swing, it's pretty fucking sweet. Nick Hardy at 6,800. 42nd here last year, has not missed a cut on tour um, since the fortnight. He's played a shit ton. I mean, every event. He's played every event. And, it. I mean, basically just finished inside the top 50, which is about all you need. I mean, obviously got a little bit upside there, hopefully. Johnny Vegas, $6,500. Four straight made cuts for him at this event. Five straight made cuts for him on tour, or missed cuts for him on tour. (laughs) So, whatever. Carson Young, another guy I think who is, is playable. He's never played here, but he's got back-to-back made cuts. Justin Lauer, another guy who's played here once, uh, finished 50th last year, uh, three straight made cuts for him um, on tour. Uh, I mean, assuming that they didn't play Pebble. Yeah, I don't think either one yeah. of those guys played Pebble, so yeah. saying made cuts does make sense, but that's where I'm at in the 6K range. Uh,
0: for me, I'll give Sam Ryder a peak at $6,900. Somehow he ranks fifth in my model. Oh, about me. a first-round leader bet? That's a really good one there, yeah. But $6,900. Um, we look at this course, at least five straight made cuts for me. T20 last year, 23rd, the year before. That's pretty sweet. Uh 31st at Pebble. Miscut cut the Farmers, ironically. Uh, and then a 50, 62nd at the Amex. So Ryder at 69, he'll probably be popular, actually. Scott Stallings, that's 6700 bucks. This is another guy. Three straight made cuts, 23rd, 21st, 36th. At 6700 bucks. I'm on board for that. And we saw him flirting on the leaderboard for a little bit at the Am- or that the Farmers finished 25th. That's another place he had a good course history. Missed the cut at the Amex, 42nd at the Sony. So Scott Stallings at 6,700 bucks. Grayson Murray at 66. I could go back to. I know 66 to Pebble, missed cut at the Amex, won the Sony. Uh, and then when you look at Murray down here in past history, he hasn't played since 21, 42nd, 56th, uh, 59th. Obviously, not the best of finishes. That's also when Grayson was in his his bag. Let's put it that way. So uh, if he is back to being a pretty reliable golfer, 66 is a really good price tag. You mentioned Vegas. The other guy I mentioned, we make fun of him every time because he's down here cheap. But if you're doing course history, like I don't like to play cash with six. Case. I don't even think I want to recommend this. But if you want consistent golfers down here that are boring, just need to make the cut, Zach Johnson is 6,300 bucks. And he's 32nd, 43rd, 42nd, miscut 39th for the last five years at 6,300 bucks. And it's a guy that uh, in recent form, 25th of the Amex. That looks pretty good to me, honestly, at 6,300 bucks. If you have seen a guy to get through for super cheap, um, if you don't want to go to GPP, but you want to get through, Zach could be the guy. So I think that's an option as well. All right, let's recap things. Um we like both guys in the 10k range. Yeah. I'm not, even, I'm not even gonna try to go there. Thank you. Um yeah, nine K range.
1: Um I'm gonna say Burns.
0: Yeah, I like I'm liking him a lot more. I will go with Sung though. I'm hoping for a little bounce back. Hopefully people are kind of pissed off at the way he's been playing lately. 8k range.
1: Uh I just want to be known that I also uh like JT Poston. I just yeah for some I reason like skipped you. over him. So I like your call on that. Um I will say this is kind of a tough range. I mean, it's like which Asian golfer do you want? Um and Eric Cole. <laughs> I'm just right. kidding. Uh, that's true. Uh I'm gonna say Hideki.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, I think there's he's getting close. It feels like he's really close. I'll go d Post him though. Um 75 to 79. I'm gonna say D. I like that. I think he's in for a big year. Like he's he's gonna be in the 8k range real quick. I think that's close. Uh, it's crazy seeing Brian Harmon at seventy. I didn't even talk about him. I was thinking about that. Uh, you mentioned D-Tree. I will take I'm looking. Do do do. Man, I didn't check him off, but I'll go Norin. But I'm really, really rooting for Berger. I'll say that much. Seven K to seventy
1: four. Oh, uh, wow, that's a tough one.
0: Take Seabez.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what that's. It's either him or Aaron or I. I'll say Aaron or I just for because he's cheaper. Yeah, I'll
0: go see Bez, But a guy I'm gonna look into some more. I didn't realize he was down this cheap. Let me just look real quick. Luke List, 7,100 bucks. Yeah, um, that stood out in a big way. Missed cut here last year, with 53rd, 30th, 25th. So three of the last four cuts here. Felt like he's playing good golf.
1: Yeah, he hasn't missed a cut since the uh, he withdrew from the Rocket Mortgage. But missed yeah, cut we're... official was U.S. Open back in June. So and obviously okay. has a a win. He's seventh that's in my
0: seventh in my model. That's why it stood out to me all of a sudden
1: when I saw that. I was like, "Wait a freaking minute!"
0: So that's that seems like a misprice to me. Six um, K range.
1: Carson Young, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan of this. Range. I'm going to try not to
0: follow up. Ho, fall yeah. off, in my opinion. I don't want to go down here either. I'm going to say Scott Stallings. It tells you everything you need to know about this range. Uh, if you're playing cash games this week, who are three pieces you'd start with? I think Corey Connors
1: is uh, cash viable for sure. Um, Poston probably another guy who I would highly consider for cash, and then somebody's a little bit cheaper, maybe like Kurt Kitayama. That's fair. I will go with um, give me
0: some Dietrich, Poston, and Matsuyama. Give me those three. Uh, if you're starting a tournament lineup, though, where are you starting on this one?
1: I got JT, uh, Akshay and Sahith.
0: Yeah, give me... I'll try to be different since you took JT just for fun. I'll go. Give me Sam Burns and Sung J. Double tap the 9K range. And then um, give me... At this first look, give me Luke List. I'm really mad I missed out on that one. So I think he's going to be pretty good at 71. And he's always a boomer bust type play. All right. DK Sportsbook, what are we looking at this week?
1: Yeah, well, you know, one thing any book.
0: any book, right, right, right.
1: One thing I've learned about DraftKings is their odds suck. Yeah, um,
0: that last week, you said Fanduel was pretty sweet.
1: There was so much better. So on, like, you, you've got C. I've I've already bet C. because because you got to go 100 or, and above because that's just what happens. That's just the way year. it goes these days. Yeah, yeah. So you got to go immediately to 100, uh, and then start picking guys. So I got C. Luke List, Aaron Rye, and EVR. All at, one twenty to one, and they were all I think one hundred to one on DraftKings. That's pretty good. And then I bet them all top twenty as well. And then I added in your first round leader Alex Noren bet because somebody needs to um, uh, make some money off of you know your picks. Um, so you tell me <laughs> who hey, else EBR
0: top bet. twenty last week and Rogers the week before. So I'll mm-hmm. keep trying to throw them out there.
1: Right, right, right. I'm just I'm just telling I'm just telling who's hot. You know, I mean, that's what you got to do in these in these games. Plus, you don't have any skin in the game, so yeah, I can't. Like, <laughs> right so somebody I has still, to bet for you
0: i still want to put like 10 top 20 bets in every week so badly so i just i'm looking at top 20s right now and it's like ben griffin's been really really good nick hardy like hardy's you know five and a half to one at top 20 ben griffin's four and a half to one those are fun um deeper top 20s that you could take some chances on There's Carson Young down there ben griffin and who ben griffin and uh where did he go um nick hardy hardy those are both interesting yeah. top 20s. I think can be I got four fun. and a half and five and a half on this. Yep, that's guys. that's what these that's what DK has. Okay, um, I'll leave it at that. I won't name all of like a million of them, but th- those are two that stood out in a, in a big way because, like, heck, uh, Griffin was just on an elevated event for Christ's sake. I'm not saying that means anything, but he's better than a lot of these guys down here, is what I'm trying to say. Scott Stallings, you if you want to believe course history, he's five and a half to one, but then again, his course history. It's like 25th, not top 20, so don't get crazy. Your boy, Jake Knapp's four and a half.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's, it's worth starting to fire off bets on him. starting <laughs> to fire but... money on the guy?
0: Not just yet, not just yet?
1: Yeah. Okay. I might put him on a couple lineups on DK if I play multiple. Yeah. I made the mistake last week of playing too much money on an event that was going to get shortened. Yeah, a lot of volatility <laughs> there. About it. They said volatility, volatility, yeah, it volatility.
0: Was, I, I fucked up that's all good. That's the beauty of the game we play and we try again. Um final thoughts on waste management and who do you have winning
1: the Super Bowl? Um I hope the 49ers. No. Uh it's just hard to beat people. company. Yep. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's who I got. But other than that, man, it's, it's you know, so it's, it's always a fun weekend. Got college basketball Golf going on, Super Bowl, end of football season until the USFL kicks off in a couple of weeks. So, yep, I'm looking forward Which to I it. Won't be watching that, but
0: hey, anyways. you never know. We should have said that about live too. So, buckle up. Um, <laughs> I highly doubt we'll be watching USFL. I'm with you yep. on that, but um, especially because I'll have baseball coming up, I'm probably busy. But uh, yeah, I'm. I, I literally told almost the same thing you said. I saw Taylor Lawan actually tweet this out about an hour ago. My heart wants the Niners to win, but my brain's telling me it, you just can't go against Patrick. Yeah, and I'll, I'll probably end
1: up betting the 49ers and losing again because i yeah. bet against the Chiefs. And I'll, I'll, uh,
0: be, I'll, the be playing, I'll be playing prop bets on underdog. That's what I love doing. Just kill, kill my time that way since like it's all I can do out here. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be doing some, you know, two to five pick uh, prop bet things, and a lot of them. So we'll see how that goes. But until next time, make sure you check out Jesse on Twitter at DFS Golf the pod at Always Press DFS, and I'm Matt Beatty Intric. This is your 2024 Waste Management Phoenix Open preview. Catch you all next time.